0: Hello, and welcome to the latest Lancet Global Health podcast. I'm Luke Worley, and in this podcast, we'll be talking about the global prevalence of alcohol use during pregnancy and fetal alcohol syndrome, published in the March issue. Let's hear from our interviewee, the lead author of the paper. Can you give us your name and affiliation, please?
1: Hello, my name is Svetlana Popova. I'm a senior scientist at the Centre for Addiction and Mental Health in Toronto, Canada. I am also associate professor at the University of Toronto.
0: Could you please begin by defining fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and fetal alcohol syndrome and the associated impairments in later life?
1: Absolutely. When a pregnant woman consumes alcohol during pregnancy, her child might be born with fetal alcohol syndrome. I will use this abbreviation FAS further. Or fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. I will use the abbreviation FASD, which is an umbrella term that covers all alcohol-related diagnoses such as FAS, partial FAS, alcohol-related neurodevelopmental disorder, and alcohol-related birth defects. However, FAS is the most severe and visibly identifiable form of FASD. When mother-to-be consumes alcohol, it goes directly to the fetus through her bloodstream. Alcohol is poisonous to the developing fetus and can disrupt its normal development. Alcohol is especially dangerous for the developing brain cells. That's why people with FSD have difficulties with learning, attention, memory, reasoning, problem-solving, language, and communication. They may be impulsive, have difficulties understanding cause and effect relationships and controlling their emotions, and not be able to learn from past mistakes. Moreover, alcohol can also affect the cells of any other developing organs. Because of this, it is common to see children and adults prenatally affected by alcohol with multiple comorbidities, such as impaired vision and hearing, heart problems, urinary and respiratory defects, joints problems, along with many other physical disabilities. Recently, our team estimated over 400 disease conditions which might be associated with FAS or FASD. In addition to these primary disabilities, individuals with FASD are likely to experience secondary disabilities later in life, in adolescence and in adulthood. And these secondary disabilities include mental health problems, substance abuse problems, disrupted school experience, involvement with the law, inappropriate sexual behaviors, unemployment, dependent living, and homelessness. When combined with the primary disabilities, these secondary disabilities increase the complexity of care the person requires and result in significant social and economic costs to society. Our team recently estimated that the annual cost of FSD in Canada is approximately $1.8 billion dollars. It was also estimated that the lifetime cost for a person with FSD in North America is over $1 million.
0: What was the motivation behind your systematic review and meta-analysis of the global prevalence of this disorder?
1: Our motivation was to provide countries with the best understanding of the scope of the problem at this time and draw the attention of healthcare practitioners, public health authorities, policymakers, and government officials. As epidemiologists working to inform public policy, we understand how important to determine the prevalence of a disorder in order to set priorities for public health policy, funding for public health initiatives, and healthcare planning. As we stated in the paper, most countries did not have prevalence data at the population level for alcohol use during pregnancy or FAS. Therefore, this study was urgently needed and timely. And what is important is that our team develops innovative, evidence-based methodology. For example, our predictive model will allow other researchers in the world to estimate prevalence of any other disease conditions.
0: Moving to your paper then, Um, please outline your headline findings and comment on any regional outliers that you found.
1: First of all, we were able to provide the data, actual or predicted, to all countries of the world. Before this study, the majority of the countries did not have any idea on how many people exist with FAS and how many pregnant women consume alcohol during pregnancy in their countries. Now countries may look at these prevalence rates and start thinking about how to improve the situation, how to help people with FAS, and how to prevent future cases of FAS in their countries. Second, our study found that alcohol use during pregnancy is common in many countries, and globally, one out of every 10 pregnant women drink alcohol while pregnant, and this is a very large proportion. Further, we found that FAS is a relatively prevalent alcohol-related birth defect with an estimated prevalence in the general population of about 15 per 10,000 people. In terms of our regional findings, the European region had the highest proportion of pregnant women, about 25%, in the general population that consume alcohol during pregnancy, which was mirrored by also having the highest prevalence of FAS, about 0.4%. The five countries with the highest prevalence of alcohol use during pregnancy were Ireland, about 60%, Belarus, 47%, Denmark, 46%, United Kingdom, 41%, and Russia, 37%. The lowest prevalence of alcohol use during pregnancy and FAS was observed in Eastern Mediterranean region, where most of the population is abstainers from alcohol due to religious beliefs. The five countries with the lowest prevalence were Kuwait, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, and Oman. These regional differences in terms of the prevalence likely stem not only from differences in drinking behaviors among women in general, but also from political, ideological, cultural, and legal differences between countries within these regions. What was also new and interesting in this study is that we estimated that one out of 67 women who consume alcohol during pregnancy in the general population will deliver a child with FAS, which translates to about 119,000 children born with FAS in the world each year. We knew before that not every woman who used alcohol during pregnancy will deliver a child with FAS. And the reason for this is because everyone is different. Every mother and fetus are different in terms of their genetics and ability to metabolize alcohol. In addition, there are other factors that influence a fetus' vulnerability to the negative effects of alcohol, such as environmental influences, including poor living environment, the mother's age, smoking behavior, nutritional status, and stress levels. Therefore, I would like to stress that there is no safe amount of alcohol or safe time to drink during pregnancy or when planning to become pregnant. By not consuming alcohol during pregnancy or while planning to get pregnant, women will completely avoid the risk of their children developing FAS or FASD. And FASD is a very serious disabling condition, so it is crucial to stay away from alcohol during entire pregnancy.
0: So finally then, what do you think are the public health policy implications of your findings? How can we stop women um, drinking during pregnancy when, you know, this this condition is known known to be a factor?
1: Right. Finding of this study highlights that maternal alcohol consumption, NFASD, should be recognised globally as a serious public health problem and more effective prevention strategies targeting alcohol use before and during pregnancy are needed worldwide. Secondly, there is an urgent need to establish an FSD surveillance system in order to monitor its prevalence throughout the world. Countries, especially without data, are encouraged to obtain their own prevalence on both alcohol use during pregnancy and FSD, which will provide a basis for public health policy healthcare planning and resource allocation for FSD prevention initiatives. In addition, further efforts should be made to better educate women of childbearing age about the detrimental consequences of alcohol use during pregnancy and inform that they should abstain from alcohol during their entire pregnancy and even when they are trying to get pregnant. Also, we should establish universal screening for alcohol use and provision of brief interventions, where appropriate, to all pregnant women and women of childbearing age. And lastly, we should also enhance access to and increase the effectiveness of substance abuse treatment programs for women of childbearing age, as well as mothers of children with FSD. This could provide an important opportunity to prevent the occurrence and or recurrence of FSD within families. And finally, we are all responsible for the prevention of FSD. It is not only a woman's issue. Partners, family members, friends, communities, and society can all help to increase awareness of FSD and help women to have alcohol-free pregnancies. Unborn babies don't deserve to be born with disabilities. And families don't deserve the enormous emotional and economic burden that FSD comes with.
0: Is there any amount of alcohol that's safe to consume during pregnancy, or is it very much it should just be completely zero?
1: There is no no unsafe amount of alcohol used during pregnancy or while trying to get pregnant. There is also no safe time during pregnancy to drink. All types of alcohol are equally harmful, including all wines and beer. When a pregnant woman drinks, alcohol so does her baby. Women also should not drink alcohol if they are sexually active and do not use effective contraception like birth control. This is because a woman might get pregnant and expose her baby to alcohol be- before she knows she is pregnant. And we know that about 50% of all pregnancies in developed world and even higher in developing world, about 80% of pregnancies are unplanned. And most women will not know they are pregnant for up to four to six weeks. So FSD is completely preventable if a woman does not drink alcohol during pregnancy. Why take the risk?
0: Absolutely. Well, it is a very important and eye-opening study of worldwide variations in the prevalence of this completely preventable disease. Svetlana Popova, thanks very much indeed.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity to talk on this very important issue today.
0: No problem at all. And thanks everyone for listening at home. See you all next time.